Listen, I don't have much time, but do you feel like you're going out of your gourd? Are you, do you have the cabin fever? Have you run out of Netflix to watch? If, has the thought occurred, hey, you know what? I can make funny stuff. I've been watching TikTok. I've been watching all the social networks and seeing what kind of creativity is coming out. I could create that. Hey, you know what? I wish they made a podcast about this. Well, you know what? You can make your own podcast. Go to anchor.fm. Go to it, please, right now. Make your own podcast. It's the lazy person's way to make stuff. You can make little segments. Uh, you could put music on there, found sounds, babies laughing, neighbors throwing frisbees, uh, uh, your friends playing guitar. Ah, it's so good. Anchor.fm. Please get this and find me. Inspirato Projecto. Let's be friends. Okay? Anchor.fm. I was just thinking about an idea of a one of those old-time magicians with the uh, top hats being pulled into or falling into their own hat somehow. They go into the hat. Um, and rabbits are usually the thing that are pulled out of the hats. So it could be like an Alice in Wonderland kind of theme where the magician falls into the hat and it's like it's like Oscar's uh, garbage can. He just goes into it and it's this big hole. It's just this this big mysterious hole. Mystery and wonderment. Yeah, but it's a it's like a old time like a Houdini kind of guy, like during that time. And then oh. Maybe in a parallel reality, a rabbit paw, huge rabbit paw goes down into the head and pulls him out of the other side of maybe a rabbit magician. Be like a Who Frame Roger Rabbit thing kind of thing then. Maybe the magician is in black and white. Everything else around him is in color, maybe? <laughs> there is an idea. Good D. Oh, it is still recording. It is still recording. What a very, very nice thing for them to do for us, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? I'm going to play for you a new Yachtly Crew promo that was just put out there. This is for, for tomorrow for the uh, for the Viper Room show. Tire. Howdy, Frank. 
So there you have it, folks. That was a message from Stony Shores himself about the new, uh, the upcoming Yachtly Cruise show. Now, I came across the, this. This was something that was actually mentioned the other day by Bashar, and uh, in this private session that I was listening to with these, uh, it sounded like Australian folks, and there was like six parts to it, and it was all just audio, and. One of them asked him about something about a time traveler, someone who stumbled into a parallel universe and they found these recordings of the Beatles that they brought back with them on a mixtape. And I didn't do any searching for it. I... How did I even come across it? Hmm. It came, it came across... I, I came across it some by some other means. And, of course... And, all right, so the name of the website is called The Beatles Never Broke Up. Now we got 14% battery here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the best I can here in describing the story. TheBeatlesNeverBrokeUp.com. You can get these songs for free, and I'm going to put one of these on here because they sound great. Okay, so there are these three photos up on the screen, one where it looks like it's just out in the desert, and there's like this sort of like a squashed kind of like, just, like just kind of uh, squashed bush or something, and then a close-up of sort of like this, it looks like a little pit that's filled up with what looks like hay, and then there's like a set tape that says the Beatles Everyday Chemistry. And there's another photo of a couple of bushes out there in the desert. And then it shows the cassette. It says General Electric, 60 minutes. Uh, shows it written on there. Looks like it's an old cassette. Now, this is the story. Some of you probably know about this. Uh, it's worth talking about. It's, it's fun. It's exciting. Oh, jeez. This is a long story. Let's just put it this way. Livermore, uh, okay, so this person lives in Livermore, California. They were coming home after visiting their friend in a town, in a, a place called Turlock. The the dog, they're driving back uh, from his friend's house out there in the desert. The dog his dog was with him and his dog was acting like it needed to go to the bathroom so he got out dog went running and he stepped into a rabbit hole and he fell and he knocked himself unconscious so when he woke up there's a room with all these electronics on it and everything he saw a guy with the tall uh, six feet tall black hair and the guy introduced himself as Jonas who's standing in this room next to a door Asking, asking the guy if he was okay. Jonas said he found... Okay, so here we go. He said he found me unconscious in a field with my dog barking at me, so I thanked him for helping me and my dog out, and I was surprised my dog even back, came back to me. He goes, where am I? And he said, well, about 20 feet away from where I found you. He said... He said he paralleled, it transported to a parallel earth. He found out, he went through a dimension, he found the guy knocked out, took him aboard the ship. There's this whole, whole story here you need to look at. So, they said they talked a lot about a lot of things. He was interested to see what similarities, differences, here we go, we, we uh, Interested to see what similarities differences we had between worlds, foods, culture, TV, technology. We covered a lot. We also started to talk about music, which was an interesting topic because there were many of, this, of the same bands between our worlds that existed, including the Beatles. When their name got brought up, Jonas mentioned that his brother just got back from seeing them perform at a concert re recently, which I gave a weird look to and said, you mean they are still together? He said, yeah. I then told him about how they broke up in our world and that John and George passed away. Apparently in his world, they're still alive, healthy, and on tour still. Jonas then had me follow him into another room that had bookshelf looking at with these cassette tapes on it. 
Yes, the music ones, apparently CDs never caught on in this world. And a tape player, record player, though it didn't quite look like the type of radios we have. The speakers looked more like crinkled cardboard, but they sounded pretty good. The speakers looked like a tall accordion. The only Beatles album he had that was store-bought and had real cover art was Sgt. Pepper's, which the cover looked slightly different than the one we had, but the songs were all still the same. The other six Beatles tapes he had were all like somebody recorded them onto a blank cassette for him and wrote the song titles on a card slipped in the case. A couple of the album titles written on the tapes I recognized, but there were about four that I had never heard of before. He played a few songs from one of them, which was totally surreal to hear Beatles music that was never made, at least in our world. We talked a little bit about it. He said a girl made the tapes for him while he was in upper school, what they call high school. She was a huge fan of them and wanted him to listen to them. He popped out the first tape, and he put in the second one when I told him he should record me a copy of the one so I could take it back with me, thinking there would be no big deal. Well, the look Jonas gave me when I said this is part of the reason I am remaining anonymous. Not only did he sort of scare me, but it had a very almost creepy look to it, followed by the phrase, not word for word, I can't remember exactly what he said, quote, no, you are not going to take anything with you back to your world. No pictures, no souvenirs, no tapes, nothing, unquote. I asked him why, and he wouldn't really say except that for my safety. And I wasn't to take anything back. Of course, I'm not the type of person to go through all this parallel world stuff and not grab something to prove the outrageous story of my experience. So for the moment, I told him I wouldn't take anything and change the subject. About an hour later, he came after some more. Uh, after uh, about an hour later, after some more talk, I heard a doorbell ring and he left the room to check the door. I knew that I may not have another chance to take something, so I grabbed one of the tapes, put it in my pocket, and then shuffled the tapes around to make it look less obvious that something was missing. When he came back inside, I said I was kind of hungry to just get us out of the room. I mixed the tapes up a little, so it was hard to tell when it was missing, but I didn't want to be there when he found out. So he then took me into the other room and fed me. For the most part, the food tasted like ours, but was was different product names and colors. The purple ketchup was the strangest. Was the strangest. We talked a little bit more, and I expressed the notion that I should be going because it was getting late. The time of day was identical to ours, as is all worlds. We went back into the room with the machines, and I grabbed my dog and shook Jonah's hand for the taking care of me after I was knocked out. I thanked him again, stepped through the portal, which felt like getting wet but staying dry the entire time. Really weird. When I put my dog on the ground, she even took, shook herself like she was being wet. Back in our world, I could see my car on the road still. There was a straight line burn, burn mark on the ground from where the portal had shown up. It was dark outside. The only reason I noticed the burn was because it was still smoking from the heat. I walked back to my car, didn't run this time, and drove home. The worst part was I couldn't even listen to the tape on the way home because I didn't have a tape player in my car. I actually wasn't able to listen to it at home either for the same reason I had to go to Walmart to buy a tape player just to listen to it. Unfortunately, I don't have any information about the tape other than what is written on the card sleeve. The track names are written as well as the, uh, as the album title, Everyday Chemistry. Everything else about it is as mysterious to you as it is to me. It also wasn't like I could have asked the guy anything about it, especially after taking it from him. So there's, there's more stuff. Some more stuff on here. We're 10% of this battery. So there's more of this stuff. Check this out. I'm going to play for you right now one of these songs because these songs are really cool. Uh, let's see. Let's, let's see. Uh, I'll tell you the name of the song after I play it. I don't know which one I'm going to play yet, but I'm gonna, I promise I'm going to pick you a good one. And I just, I would love to hear your opinion.
Hello? Dude, okay, okay. <laughs> I just, okay, so you were on, a, before you really launched into this whole thing, I really want yeah. to make sure that we we recorded this, we archived this, and we, 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 we captured this, <laughs> you know, almost like a dream catcher. I wanted to make sure that we caught this dream in the state that it was because it's so miraculous. Now, um, folks, those of you who are going to be who are listening to this um, now, uh, we got John Garside here from Forgotten Tales, and he. A lot of you know he makes the Forgotten Tales series, which is a whole series of these great explorations through Los Angeles and the history that's found within the hills, within the valleys, within the buildings, and he knows all about this area. I've had the pleasure and honor of playing uh, <laughs> a couple of his stories, and so. What he was listening to the podcast, so please, please recount. You were listening to the okay. podcast, Reverend Mark and uh, and Tara, Tara. yeah, Tara, yeah. uh, okay. K I, I feel first of all, I want to say I, I listen to the, the podcast every day, and I feel like I you didn't introduce Mark or Tara right at the beginning, but I knew exactly who, who they were because I recognized their voices. So, oh, that's great. Feel, so, Mark, Tara, if you're listening, I feel like I know you. That's awesome. That's just great. a little That's bit awesome. anyway. Just a little bit. I was on the That's ride awesome. along in the uh, car as well. Uh, so, so I was listening, and it was blowing my mind because you guys were talking about uh, uh, synchronicities. And I'm I'm driving along. It's it was this morning. I was on my way to work. It was not even six o'clock in the morning, and I'm I'm freaking out, going, man, I I want to participate in this conversation so bad because. Every time I turn around, there was something else popping up. I'm like, oh, I, oh my God. For instance, Tara was talking about the number 333. That's, that's my, I don't know how you say it. My, my number, my lucky number. I just, right, right. it's a number that I've carried with me for most of my life. Um, I started using it when I was a kid. I, if I can guess why or even try to remember why, uh, <clears throat> I like the number three because I grew up with, three people in my family, my parents and myself. And I always thought three, three, and three, three threes was a cool number. That's and awesome. So so that was something that rang in my ears. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe she's saying this right now. But then you guys were sitting at that brewery near that uh, park. And you guys, and I think Mark was talking about how that used to be the, the original Grand Central Station. I I wouldn't say it was Grand Central Station, but it was definitely a train station. I have a photograph of it, a rickety old building, and it was right there where that park is. And um, the thing (laughs) is, one of my forgotten tales is how the canyon got its name. So shameless plug, please go to YouTube. (laughs) Yes. uh, That separates two communities, the city of Whittier and what would you call it? The like Hacienda Heights and city of industry and that sort of thing. Well, we shot some reenactments and one of the guys was Kirk and you, William Workman, William Workman played a key role in how the Canyon got its name. And the, 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 the movie or the, the documentary is about Robert Turnbull who ultimately, Oh gosh. Well, uh, spoiler, he dies. Um, (laughs) but he dies in the la river right across from that park under the macy street bridge which is today cesar chavez a bridge i believe believe it's i think it's that bridge right there it's the cesar chavez bridge because the macy street bridge became cesar chavez bridge but and then to top that you guys were on the steps. Of, did you actually go to City Hall? No, no. I was just looking up at it from from the vantage point, from where I from where we were standing at that brewery. Well, okay, right where City Hall is, and I heard Mark say, "I think this was the center of town." It was. Uh, before that was there, just uh, maybe uh, less than a block away from there was the St. Charles Hotel. It was also the uh, ah, the Bella. Ah, shoot. I can't remember. It was something else before that. Bella something. Bella something. I, I can't remember. It was the St. Charles Hotel, though, when, when he would go there and drink there frequently. It was a uh, standard watering hole amongst people. 
and he left that hotel and got not, it fell off his horse and got beat up. Well, I think he got beat up, which ultimately led to him dying night with a concussion. Woke up the next night and went for his horse, and he was out of it, and he fell off horse and fell face down into the Los Angeles River underneath the Macy Street Bridge and then drowned. Uh, declared a murder because he wouldn't have fallen off his horse a second time into the river had he not been uh, beaten up. So anyway, my point is, Kurt was in the documentary about that very murder that took place right where you guys were the other day. Oh my god. Oh my god. The entire oh my god. Going, Kurt! Kurt! <laughs> Dude, that is so crazy. Oh my god, it's astounding to think that I played that character. I, I played that character. I inhabited his, his, his spirit uh, all because yeah. of the thanks to this oh. information you dug up. And then here I am walking where he he once well, oh, died. I forgot the main well no and I forgot the main part. Well you played William Workman and William Workman, okay, so get back to the center of town where City Hall is. So yeah. Away is where the St. Charles Hotel was, but right where Hall is was William Warren slow down, I'm getting excited. Bank, which is where it was William Workman's bank where City Hall is is where you anyway. So Well the thing is, is that I think what What's so crazy is that you said that the bank is 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 the place where it started everything in motion for for William Workman, basically, right? The bank, the bank is well, what started the so whole. This was this was the the end of William Workman's life. It was it was the end of the Workman era, and the so in in well, it wasn't Hacienda Heights. It was Puente. It was the ranch, which encompassed Escovina industry. Uh, Hacienda Hyde, um, that whole general area. That, so it was the Rancho La Puente, and William Workman and John Rowland had a house there. This was 1870, oh my gosh, I'm starting, 1876. So in 1876, um, this bank, his son-in-law, F.P. F. run the bank, and he silent partner to it all. Well, FPF Temple ran ground and basically had everything he worked for his entire life is now gone. His land, 48,000 acres. Uh, just like that. And he served with this notice that property was dead and he had nothing. And he went into his house that night and shot himself in the head. God, That's man. a bummer. Oof. <laughs> it's so crazy to think that you but know about all that information. Because he shot himself, they had to, the, I think, that uh, had money in that bank to figure out an orange can. He was one of the guys. Um, uh, was like what the other four people were planning to do. I don't want any part of this. And he took off. So the next guy on the list was Robert Turnbull. They in, and he was a drunk. They brought. So they they watch the documentary. You'll see what they did. And he knew that land was going to start going for cheap, and he started buying land. Uh, on the cheap, and one of the pieces of land he bought was this canyon that ultimately after him after he died. Anyway, watch the documentary. You'll watch, you'll like it. It's fun. It's sad. It's fun. It's just amazing to think that uh, any stories that anyone tells you from this point forward of what they were talking about, where they were at, and um, what kind of revelations they had in specific locations, you'll always know. Like, you know, from your experience and history knowledge, what exactly happened there, how it happened, and, you know, everything that goes within that. 
Well, that's what's exciting about local history is that, especially, you know, if you grew up in this town and you've lived there your whole life, or even, even if you have lived there a while, you're used to the concrete, you're used to the freeways, you're used to the sidewalks, you're used to the, the, uh, the little parks. But back in the day, there were no roads. There were, you know, there, there might have been dirt, dirt paths, but it was, things happened. We're talking about a few hundred years ago, uh, and we think of, you know, history happened in our life, and we know yeah, we streets, and we know what happened. Oh, I remember when I was a kid, there was a car crash here. Yeah, but go back a hundred years ago, and there was, you know, who knows? Who knows what happened there? Who knows what sort of things happened right in your own backyard? I, my wife and I, in Hossi and the High, and there's a great website called Historical Air. And, and looked at where the at that time and it was nothing but a big orange grove which kind of born <laughs> oh my god <laughs> inspirado projecto oh my goodness um that was totally like much needed um, especially after this excruciatingly draining work day. Um, I do appreciate you sending that voice message in with my very own theme song. <laughs> that was like awesome sauce. Um, far be it for me to be lost for words, but I think I actually, <laughs> I am. I'm really lost for words. So, um, at any rate, thank you for that. Like, you completely just hijacked the negativity from my day. So I appreciate that. That was that was everything I needed. <laughs> Thank you. So that was Hell yeah, which I think is a brilliant, brilliant name for for uh, for a DJ name or otherwise. Hell yeah, hell yeah. I left a theme song for hell yeah. Whenever I see someone applauding, listening to, that's the only way you can really tell if someone is listening to something that you're doing. Um. Specifically, specifically anchor folks. Um, that's the way that we kind of echo to one another that, you know, it's like, coo, loo, coo, 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 loo, coo, coo, like in Strange Brew. That's what that is. Or in, uh, in uh, oh God, I just love it. Bottle Rocket where they go, caw, caw, caw. it's just like that. It's like you're going, hey, I, I hear what you're doing. So what's interesting about it is those of you who have Anchor, you know what I'm talking about. Maybe some brand new ones you're, you're just starting to learn. What happens is, let's say you leave a kind message for, let's say, El Yeah, you leave a nice message. And uh, next thing you know, you hear your kind message up on the podcast, on the episode. And it lets you know, it notifies you that your, your little piece is up there. Now, on top of that, if anyone else applauds it, it lets you know that too. Whether they're listening to your little piece or not, they, it doesn't even, you know, that's the cool thing. It's like, it's not saying like, oh, your, your segment is what's being applauded. It's saying that whole episode is applauded, but it lets you know. So now what I like to do is I like to find those people and, and listen to their podcast and applaud them. Say, hey, thank you. And then also, if I'm not following them, Ooh, that's a hot one. If I'm not following them, I usually will leave them a theme song or a fun, uh, you know, I'll, I'll look in the warehouse of characters. These are the folks. I'm going to read to you some of the folks that have stopped by the Inspirato Proje Projecto, Projecto, Inspirato Projecto Studios so far. Okay. You ready for this? 
If you're not ready for this, I don't know if I can. You sure? You sure you're ready for you sure you're ready for this? Alright, alright. I just wanna make sure, cause once it gets rocking, once it gets rolling, once you know, as they say, once it gets rocking, once it gets rolling. I mean I mean in all honesty. I'm just putting my look look, I'm just shrugging right now. These are some of the folks that have stopped by the, the studios. Eddie Vetter, Carl Sagan, Tony Danza, John Travolta, The Dude, Walter, Stanley, Jack Nicholson, The Beatles. I don't know if Desi Arnaz, Desi Arnaz, I don't know if Desi Arnaz has or not, but I really would like it if Desi Arnaz showed up at, at some point. <laughs> Thank you, Kay. You guys got that. Arnaz. Arnaz. Sean Connery. He was here. I heard that guy. Uh, let's see. I heard Orson Welles. Did you guys hear Orson Welles? You guys, did you hear Orson Welles? See, if you ever ask him a direct question, they're not going to let you know. They're just... Uh, Orson Welles. Uh, Irish. Upscale Brit. I don't think we've heard Hunter S. Thompson or Dr. Gonzo. Dr. Gonzo the cat, yes. We have not heard Dr. Gonzo yet. Alan Watts, I don't know if we've heard him. Stephen Wright, he might have made his way on here. The Giant. Arm, the arm. Ah, yeah, I'm the arm. Pete Martell, David Bowie's uh, Agent Jeffries. Fred Schneider. Neville Goddard, I don't think we've heard him. Stephen Wright, oh wait, did I say him right? Iggy Pop, I think we've heard him. It's Crispin Glover, yeah. Johnny Carson, no. Uh, the Uncle Arnie-ish singer, no, we haven't heard him. Stony Shores, we've heard pieces. Big Time Chicago, mm, pieces. New York, little bits. Bruce Springsteen, we've heard him. Kaufman, I think we've heard him a few times. Uh, the foreign man character. The Meatwad voice. See, that's that's a good, actually a good way of describing that voice. I never had a way of describing Meatwad. I think Meat or that that voice. I think Meatwad really is definitely the. They 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 did a good job naming that character. And and accurately titling what that voice really means. Ch Charlie Sunshine. Charlie Sunshine. I believe. DJ. DJ. Oh yeah. Okay. Johnny Depp, yeah, we've heard him. Andre the Giant, no, we haven't heard him. Randy Savage, I don't know. Jimmy Stewart, possibly. Cookie Monster, I don't know. Did I say Fred Schneider already? Jack Kerouac, we might have heard him. I think we might have. William Burroughs, possibly. David Lynch, maybe. Elvis, I don't know. Ted Levine, possibly. Ed Sullivan. So those are some of the folks that have stopped by the studios, possibly, or maybe even not possibly so yeah you got you know hey can you blame me there's a lot of this is like wh whoever wants to add their craziness to the thing we try to do a family show <clears throat> we try to do the best kind of family show that we can would you guys agree would you guys agree that there's a good family show yeah see these guys they just they don't want to uh, answer the questions. They really don't. There's a new trailer out right now. Black Pumpkin. Black Pumpkin. Pumpkin. Black Pumpkin. Black Pumpkin. It's on YouTube. Check it out. Black Pumpkin Movie. I think that's what you can search for. It's a Halloween horror. It's the one I've been talking about. We've, you've heard some behind-the-scenes stuff on the podcast. And it's now it's we got a trailer for it. You could check it out. It seems like a real movie. I'm a real movie. That's right, Pinocchio. Pinocchio, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, that's right. They don't like it when I address them. Oh, see. There you go. Uh, please welcome. Thank you very much for the wonderful introduction. This is wonderful. I really like this. So, are you guys, you guys out there familiar with Pinocchio? You guys, uh, yeah, 
as soon as you call, call attention to it. So, Black Pumpkin is now a trailer. It's out there. It's rocking and it's rolling. Oh, by the way, we had a piece there from from uh, John Garside from Forgotten Tales. We had an extraordinary conversation there about his movies. Now, it, it cut him off, but I think you got a lot of the great nuggets in there that that he was noticing. I mean, during each and every single synchronistic synchronistic moment that unfolded in that last in that last uh, podcast episode with Reverend Mark and uh, Tara 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 of Tara 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 of Tara Tara yeah Tara yeah, Tara of Tara, Tara, Tara of Tara, Tara of Tara, Tara, like Tower. You guys get that? Like Tower? Do you guys get that? Uh, see, I need to stop asking them for their opinions because they keep shutting up every. Keep shutting up every time I, I point at them. So. But I've gone on a rampage, you see, on Facebook. You might see it popping up all over the horror. If you look up any sort of horror, film lovers, uh, Halloween lovers, uh, horror film, any 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 little specialized group on Facebook, I'm going into the groups, and I'm really, pages, I'm really liking them and planting that trailer in as many as, as possible. Also... Uh, American Horror Story. American Horror Story? Yeah, American Horror Story. Camilla Alnes. Alnes. Norwegian gal. Norwegian gal. She has been an American AHS. Capital A, capital H, capital S. Don't you dare tell it otherwise. Apocalypse is going to be the new series coming up. Now, if she's in that, I do not know. I'd like it if she was. That'd be awesome. That'd be phenomenal. That'd be awesome. Noticing a lot of commonalities of uh, in this new uh, Halloween movie coming up with with uh, what Black Pumpkin is. I'm <laughs> noticing a lot of commonalities, and then also, which which it makes sense because Ryan is hugely hugely influenced by Halloween. Bloody Bobby is the love song to Halloween, so to speak. We we even we even incorporated Halloween three into Black Pumpkin, which you'll you'll see when you see the movie. September 29th, double feature, Bloody Bobby, Black Pumpkin. I'll be doing a podcasting with Inspirato Projectile. This will be the official podcast of Kapow. So it'll be a lot of fun. The podcast itself will be... Is that interesting? You can be a sponsor of something, but then you actually have your own sponsors. So let's say Inspirato Projecto silently is a sponsor for Kapow. Maybe that's what I'll do. I'll put up the Inspirato Projecto symbol. Possibly. So, what if? Uh, so, Meat Clown Industries is going to be the official sponsor of Inspirato Projecto podcast. I think that's pretty much what it was. I think there was some some kind of. We'll see. We'll see what we can do. But I know uh, Meat Clown is going to help sponsor it. Sponsor uh, Inspirato Projecto. So I think they're contributing some buttons this year. <clears throat> so that'll be really interesting. So now tomorrow is the Viper Room with the Yachtly Crew, 11 p.m. sharp. I think I already mentioned that, right? Even if not, it's always good to be to mention it again. It's always good to mention it again. Always remember to mention things you're working on at least twice. At least twice in your lifetime. Why, thank you. 
And what is your name? What if I don't want to tell you? You don't have to. Do you want to come up with a, an alias? you want to call yourself something? Do I? Oh, jeez, do I have to? Just call me Mr. Anonymous. You're Mr. Anonymous? Yeah. You sound really familiar. You sound like... You sound like... My buddy Kevin. And he's got, uh... Oh, is he the guy that talks like this? Yeah, yeah, it's that guy. Wait, you just talked like that guy. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. You kind of sounded like him, but I'm not going to accuse you of being my buddy Kevin. And you're sure that he talks just like this, is what you're saying? Yeah, that's an uncanny representation of Kevin. Oh, I don't know. I was just coming up with a voice. I don't know what I'm doing. All right, well, uh, that's a cool costume you got on there. Looks like you have uh, eyes, just eyes. Well, that that's what I am. With the eyes? I'm a human potato with eyes. Oh, that's your superhero name? Well, yes, of course. Why else would I look like this? Hmm. That's a menacing superhero voice that you got there. I do my best. Do you want to talk closer to the microphone? Here, let me give you... I do my best. Is that the kind of voice that you think will most likely scare off evildoers if they're... Let's say if you're walking down the street. Yes, I walk down the street a lot. I know you do. I know you do. I've seen you on the Segway. The Sedgeway? The... It's called a Segway. Your Segway looks a lot like Kevin's. Did you... How do you know I didn't steal it from him? Well, because you, 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 you're, uh, I thought you were a superhero. I'm a potato with eyes. I didn't say I'm a superhero. Oh, okay. Well, you're wearing a cape, and you got the... Whoops, someone just stole my motorcycle. Oh, there's the... That's got eyes all over it, too, now that I see it. Wow. You've got eyes all over. The, the potato with eyes knows all. It sees all. It hears all. How does it hear all? There's nowhere to put those ears. Oh, you'd be surprised. It hears through its pores. Through its pores? The sound pours through its... Ores. It ores through its ores. It ores through its ores. Are you getting quieter and quieter? Sheesh, that's the quietest I've ever. I don't think I've ever interviewed someone that quiet before. Does she want to talk this quiet? I mean, I got the microphone. I mean, I got the microphone like held right. It's almost touching my tooth skin. So, you know what I mean? It's like the, the microphone itself is almost touching my tooth skin. Okay? I don't know. It's, it's the number one. It's not very hygienic. Number two. I kind of want to have room. You see what I mean? Watch, if I try to drink my coffee right now, there's, there's not much room here. There's just 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 not much room here. I chewed it. Man, it's hot. Oh, I gotcha. You thought I was a superhero with eyeballs on his head. But really, it was me. It was Kevin all along. I told you I'd make a good actor someday. Yeah. Kevin, would you like to tell everyone how we met each other? Well, I was working at, what's it called? Computer Etc., right? Yeah, Computer, oh, Computer Boutique. Oh, that's right. Software Etc. was downstairs. It was. This was called 
computer boutique. Computer boutique? Something like that. Yes, computer boutique? Computer boot, computer boot, computer boutique? Computer boutique? I thought it was something like that. And I used to work there. And you were coming and then you and then you were you and your brother Joshua were going crazy about that Lucasfilm game and it was called Maniac Mansion. <laughs> I remember. I remember it was it was called Maniac Mansion and something you did <laughs> it was funny because you were you were playing that game with your brother and then you started playing that game um Zack McCracken and the Alien Mind Benders, right? <laughs> right? That's right, that's right. And we were playing a game. I remember you guys had actually locked the doors. Because my brother and I, we were so crazy for those games that we had to talk to whoever we could and you guys were the only you know basically the only ones who had played those games and then also the only uh the only friends of ours who actually could truly geek out on these games you guys were truly the only ones that we knew who who played those games and uh it was so fun my brother and i we just felt like wow we're telling these older kids these teenagers how to uh how to how you know tricks to get around Maniac Mansion or uh, Zach McCracken and the Alien Mindbenders. <laughs> and you would talk to the customers too. I remember we would say, hey, you guys, these if you have ever played Maniac Mansion or Zach McCracken, these guys, <laughs> these guys know all about it. That's right. That's right. That's right. That, that felt that was really important to my brother and I. That was so cool that you guys did that for us. And then I remember uh, you guys closed the door there's about three of us, and you were showing us this brand new game that came through the pipeline there, where these little people are running, and they had to run up, they had to get, there was a helicopter? <laughs> yes, there was a helicopter, and then it had a ladder, and then the, the, you had to shoot the bad guys, they would show up on the screen, and you'd have to shoot the bullets with your mouse. <laughs> Never in my life did I think I would be shooting bullets <laughs> with a mouse, but here I here we were shooting a bullet <laughs> shooting these bullets with a mouse and these little guys and I remember saying, Oh, if I was those little guys, I would just be running up that ladder. I would just be running up that ladder. Why are you just taking your time? I'm trying to shoot these I'm trying to shoot shoot these bullets and these bad guys with my with with the with this uh, with the mouse. Mm. That's right. That's right. That's right. And then years later, I ended up going to COD. Years later, I ended up going to COD, and then I had that fiction writing class, and you were in it, and I reminded you of that, and we were able to kind of reminisce about that time. It was so crazy, and you let me borrow the story that you were reading, which is about that drunk guy, and he gets so drunk that he sees this pink elephant. I remember that was just such a really, that was a really cool story, and um, that was really cool. He hallucinates it. That was so crazy that you, we happened to be in the same fiction writing class together. That was just, that was just amazing. That was just amazing. Hello? Hello? What the hell? Where did he go? You guys, this is no laughing matter. What the heck? Where did he go? Interesting. He was here, and then he just... That's crazy. That's crazy. Did you guys happen to see which way he went? Did you guys... Hello? Did you guys... I think he went that way. What? I think he went that way. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Potato with Eyes. Thank you for pointing me in the in the right direction. 